What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Multiverse Monologues, the podcast where we like to travel across the multiverse and visit all the fandoms that we love. Today, we'll be going to the MCU and talking about Moon Knight, Episode 4, The Tomb. But I'm not here to do it alone. I got very two very handsome gentlemen here today. First, Micah had the man who quit it all to pursue his dream of making sandwiches at Jimmy John's. <laughs> Micah, how are you doing? Well, I wouldn't say quit it all, but uh, I'm doing great. Made a lot of great sandwiches this week. I toasted some sandwiches. I've been experimenting. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah I toasted a, a Cubano this morning. Is this something corporate can hear? Oh, yeah, yeah. I yeah. took it home. It wasn't okay. at Jimmy okay. John's okay. where I toasted this. <laughs> right, I toasted right. it in my house. <laughs> and you've been donating blood on the side because yeah, of this. Yeah, yeah. It's my side job. You know, my little side gig. <laughs> they, they give me chips and pretzels, and uh, I got Reese's Peanut Butter Cups today. Oh, no way. And uh, in exchange, they get probably a good 15 grand worth of blood. Every year? I don't know how much blood is worth. <laughs> yeah, and then also joining me, the man who made Micah's dreams possible, <laughs> his boss, Parker Duncan. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, yeah, not much has been happening this week, but yeah. LTO's gone. Sad. Yeah, you know, very sad. No more uh, Zesty Garden Turkey Club, but that's all right. We're waiting on the next one. Got wrapped. <laughs> not sponsored by Jimmy John's, by the way. Definitely not. Definitely. <laughs> but, you know, I'm just thinking about this now. We all... I used to work there too, so we kind of got a, a tribe of Jimmy John's employees right here. Tribe of Jimmyans. <laughs> Jimmyans, if you will. <laughs> All right, that being said, let's hop in our DeLorean, get our sling rings out, and jump through that portal because we're going to the MCU. I can't tell the difference. <laughs> Between my waking life and dreams. Day and night. It must be very difficult. The voice is in my mind, my in your head. There's chaos in you. Embrace it. Alright, before we get too far into this, if you're listening on YouTube, make sure you like and subscribe. And if you want early access to these podcasts, make sure you check us out on Spotify or Apple Music. And if you enjoy our stuff, give us a follow and a five-star review. But with that being said, let's jump into the episode, The Tomb. Uh, and obviously the biggest question coming out of this, the biggest mystery, is why would Layla kiss Mark? Or Stephen? Why would Layla kiss Stephen, guys? You think that's the biggest that's question? That's the biggest That's the biggest that. question of the episode. <laughs> I forgot about that. And also, it doesn't count as cheating. <laughs> different personality, different person. Yes, no. I guess technically, it's like kissing a, a brother who, you know, a, bro a, a brother. Bro it's like kissing a twin brother of the, you know, it's not like it's not the same person mentally, but could be the same person technically physically because they're twins. But like the same, what, I don't know. What would, what would happen if like you know, Stephen Mark like switched in the middle of Mark and Layla like doing? Yeah. Stuff? What if Mark's like, I want to turn, I want to turn. Like, what? Like, <laughs> all right, this went a little deeper than I wanted to. But yeah, uh, what did you guys think of episode four? I'll start with Parker. He's got extensive notes, and you actually just did a rewatch of the first three episodes, yes. right? So, so what do you think? A lot of like. They went pretty far into the mythology on this one and like all the funeral rites and stuff. Um, I was pretty surprised by pretty much every turn in this episode. Was 
every time I thought something would happen, it did not. Hmm. Yeah, what about you, Micah? What do you think of episode four? Well, um, like, kind of same things, man. It was, I, I really liked how they focused more on horror this time. Like, there were some there were some spots where I was like, ooh, this is straight out of a horror movie. Overall, I thought the episode reminded me, or at least the first half of it, reminded me of uh, Uncharted. Mm. Not Not the movie, but the games. When you're in between action sequences, there's still, like, that deep lore and... Um, there's still that um, kind of, uh, well, what's it called? Paranormal, oh, not paranormal, supernatural yeah, yeah, aspect definitely. of it all. And, um, yeah, I really liked it. So, yeah, I, yeah. I agree that the, the show just, it's done such a good job of just keeping your attention and mm-hmm. keeping you just so engaged in what they're putting on screen. And they really do yeah. just throw a lot of new things at you and the uh, crazy curveballs. Mm-hmm. All right. But. Um, one of the first shots of this episode is we get that wall. We get, I forget the name of the god avatar who puts the statue up on the wall, but you get that wall. Yeah. And there are 10 statues on there. So were there more gods? That's what it's kind of bringing up. And Parker, you did some research. Yes. So Egyptologists estimate that there were around 2,000 Egyptian deities at some point or another. Wow. Um, there was 11 main deities which I did a bit of research in, and not all of them are in the Ennead, and some of the less important deities are in the Ennead. And then I also, when I rewatched the third episode, I noticed that, um, I'm not sure if it was an oversight on someone's part, or if they did this on purpose, but like, um, the avatar who has eyes glow when uh, Hathor's avatar was doing like the roll call mm-hmm. uh, I think yeah so the avatar of Osiris had a statue of Amon in front of him huh. and then um, the avatar of Tefnut was standing behind a statue of Bast hmm. which I was kind of surprised when I rewatched that I barely noticed it too were those um, so those gods? Do they do their abilities have anything to do with maybe a hint of the future? Maybe there are some sort of trickster or um, um, imposters, if you so, will. So, so you're saying these uh, avatars had statues of gods that weren't theirs in front yes. of them? Okay, so there's definitely something deeper to these. Maybe, these gods. or maybe it was just an accident. I don't know. Did any of these gods appear on the wall we see in this episode? I couldn't make out um the statues in the wall because i mean some of the gods like share the same like animal head even conchus kind of look generic you know it kind of just looked like a whatever yeah. those dogs are called I forgot <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah like yeah. uh conchus got a bird head horus and osiris both have maybe it wasn't osiris someone else maybe but They've got bird heads. Mm-hmm. A couple of the different gods have, like, jackal heads. Jackals. That was the name of it. Yeah, so yeah. there are ten gods on that wall, and I do want to point out that last week I had mentioned that Mark pointed out in the first episode that there were nine gods. Or there were nine gods, but only seven were in the poster in the museum. And Parker corrected me, said, what, it was seven? I, yeah. It was only seven, but I just want to say, point that out. And I thought it was really cool when they were showing the wall. I'm like, oh, there's a nine. But then I counted a tenth square, so my, my theory fell flat. Right there. <laughs> yeah, so 
Speaking of that, when I rewatched the first episode, I noticed that, um, well, it reminded me of the third episode, and when I rewatched that as well, I noticed that there's only five gods represented in the Ennead's meeting. Mm. And they only, I mean, all we know about is um, Amit has been uh, put in the stone, mm. and Khonshu has been banished, but, and then there's four other gods that are in there. So, in the first episode, when he talks about the poster, he lists off Horus, Osiris, Tefnut, Shu, and then I saw on the poster the names Hathor, Isis, and then either Geb or Atom. I couldn't tell which one it was. It was kind of blurry. Mm. Mm. Wow. Gotta look at my 4K screen. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll zoom in enhance on that one. Yeah. <laughs> and then in research, I noticed that Shu is what the Egyptians usually called Kanshu. Kanshu oh, is just like okay. a longer version of the name, I gotcha. guess. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, point, looking at that wall, just while we're still on it, is um, what do you guys think that is? Is that, does Amit need all these gods put on this wall? Was Kanshu the last god that they had to put on this wall in order to resurrect Amit? What do we think about that? I don't think it has anything to do with resurrecting yeah. Amit. I think that there might just be a kind of a, a corrupt leadership in the, I don't know, what'd you call it? The, that council of the, the gods. Ennead. The Ennead? Yeah. So I think that um, they don't really, um, they, they might just be naive to uh, this guy, Arthur Harrow's opinion on Kanshu, and they're not taking into account other things that are happening. They're just saying, oh, this person did something bad. Thus, we must banish them to the wall of stone yeah. uh, figures. So, because we've seen that. We've seen that mm -hmm. um, multiple times. They take only Arthur's side or they only take their previous beliefs and they're like, yeah, uh, he made a big scene. Kanchu made a big scene. So we're going to punish him for that. So yeah, I think that's kind of just what they're doing here. Yeah, so there, there is a difference between banishment and then being encased in stone. Okay. So at the end of the episode, Kanchu is encased in stone. Of episode three it is. But at the beginning of episode three, he talks about how he was banished by the gods, mm -hmm. which I assume okay. means he had to stay on Earth instead of... Uh, instead of in the... In the, the, the Overvoid, yeah. I think yeah. it's called. Gotcha. So that actually could be a clue to that because Kanchu's in the world he knows what's going on whereas the other avatars or the other gods are merely just kind of looking through the eyes of their avatars every once in a while mm -hmm. book smart versus street smart we talked about that last week yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so a majority of this episode takes place in uh what is it what temple that's the, the tomb temple. of Amit. Yeah. yeah the tomb yeah, of Amit. so anything about that stand out to you guys just like the sets i thought there were yeah, I, I noticed that in this episode, we only see like four or five sets total. Mm -hmm. It was, I think it's the smallest number of locations we go to in the whole series so far. So we've got outside Amit's tomb. We've got inside Amit's tomb, room A, uh, which is like that corridor where they draw on the tomb. There's the B, which is the the uh, scalping uh, or the embalming place where the yeah. dude starts yeah. tearing that guy apart. And then there's the tomb. And then there's our, our location. And the, oh, and the, the, room. the broken hallway. Yeah. Yeah. So there's like six places in this whole episode. And I, I guess the entrance too when, when they go down the ladder. But 
Yeah, so a very small number of sets. So you can, I, I, I think it might be a budget thing. They're, um, they're really generous with their, or they're really um, uh, thrifty with their budget. Yeah, say. yeah, and I mean, you, you don't really notice it at all. I think these, these four episodes have done awesome jobs at mm-hmm. just telling their own story and just building off one another. They're hiding also. it in clever ways. That's yes, what I'll they say. Are. If and you're not looking for ways that they're saving budget, then, then like. You'd say, oh, yeah, this it, is a perfectly fine show, and it is an awesome show. Yeah, it's not jumping out at you, and they're, they're just doing it so smoothly and uniquely. And just one of the things that I really loved about this episode is we don't see Moon Knight once. Yeah, he, yeah, he because Kanchu's gone. Kanchu's gone. gone. Yeah. So the powers of Moon Knight are no longer available to yeah. Steven and Mark. Mm-hmm. So I thought that aspect of this episode was really cool. And to me... Uh, Daredevil is something I look at, the, the the Marvel TV show, not the movie. Not the movie. We'll talk about that <laughs> later this week. Yeah, podcast <laughs> coming later this week on uh, Daredevil 2003. Uh, yeah, yeah. But no, what <laughs> stood out to me, and I compared it, is there's episodes of Daredevil where uh, Charlie Cox's character doesn't suit up at all for the whole episode. Hmm. And I think those are really good character-driven moments because it's easy for a defining characteristic of a superhero to be yeah, they beat yeah. someone up. They can punch somebody. But I think Steven and Mark's character in this whole show has just been been so fun to watch. And anything about Steven and Mark stand out to you in the the tomb scenes? I guess other than not like the relationship between the two, but like just watching Steven, like he knows what's going on throughout the whole thing. And it's not until like his life is in danger that we see Mark take over. Yeah. And... Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he takes over quick mm-hmm. and there's no arguing with that. It's, it's just when Mark's just like, Mark's like, yep, this is it. I got to go. Like, this is, we got to go. <laughs> <Yeah>. Layla. We <laughs> gotta, <laughs> we gotta get out of here. I can talk about you later. And, um, can we talk about Steven and Layla's relationship? Yeah. Let's yeah. Go. I think that's the, the next, uh, big, I think it's the second biggest thing that happened in this episode, right? So we see the the budding, loving relationship between Layla and uh, Steven as they share their first kiss. Oh, so cute. And um, you see how Layla is quickly falling in love with Steven. Very quickly. Very quickly dropping Mark and uh, always throwing Mark under the bus. And uh, Steven is quick to remind her that, you know, oh, you know, Mark and... So I noticed a couple times where <laughs> uh, Steven said something and then Layla would think it was about her. And then <laughs> like when he says, oh, oh wow, you. look at you. And he's talking about the statue behind <laughs> her and she looks up at him and she gets the eyes. She's like, oh, on me. And then she he, he like looks past her. <laughs> and she's like, oh, yeah, uh, the, the thing. So <laughs> that, that was really funny. It is. It's such a funny and strange dynamic. Just strange? Oh, oh, strange. Uh, uh. <laughs> nah, that's three weeks from now, Micah. Whew, coming up. <laughs> but no, it is because she was married to Mark. But as we theorized in uh, past podcast episodes, the the Steven personality was created in Mark's Oh, yeah. Mind this this episode Layla. just further, further cements that theory. that Especially how fast totally she, was. she goes All falls right. for him. I, when I rewatched episodes one, two, and three, I noticed... In episode two, when that's when Layla's introduced, right? Yes. Yeah. At the towards the end, when um, like after Mark kills the jackal thingy, and mm-hmm. he's talking to Stephen in the mirror. Stephen's in the mirror for the first time. He's like, "How long have you been doing this?" And Mark says, 
a really long time. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure that Mark's been watching Steven's life for a lot longer than just since Layla's been around. Mm-hmm. And when um, Kanchu and Mark are talking, Kanchu brings up, he says, when we made this deal, you said Steven wouldn't interfere. Mm-hmm. So Steven's definitely been around longer than both Kanchu and Layla. Yes. Yeah. So I just wonder how long it's been. So we do get a little bit more backstory in this episode. Mm -hmm. Uh, We get to hear a little bit more about uh, Layla's mom. We get to hear a lot more about Layla's dad's death. Uh Um, We actually get a name drop, too. Yeah. Have you guys wrote that down? What was his name? Abdullah El Foley. Oh, wow. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Abdullah El Foley. I mean, El Foley is uh, Layla's last name, but yeah. So... Uh, yeah, we got to hear that story and how uh, not only was uh, Abdullah, uh, yeah, 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 Abdullah betrayed at the dig site, but also Stephen or yeah, Mark, 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 because yeah. uh-huh. uh, Mark's partner, who they were both, they were both uh, looking for some sort of treasure. Do we know what was it? The scarab, or was it just uh, the scarab? Seems like a more recent thing. I okay, think. then uh, I guess he was at the tomb of Kachu, right? Some kind of golden artifacts that yeah, sell for a lot of money. Something, something Indiana Jonesy. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So then we find out that Mark was there when uh, Abdullah, Layla's dad, died, was murdered by Mark's partner. So, mm-hmm. which um, and we see that remorse too. Mark wishes it never happened. It yeah, wasn't like I mean, we find we, out that he tries to take the bullet for Abdullah. Yeah, I'm glad that. Um, it wasn't the third personality of Mark that killed uh, Layla's dad. So I'm just really grateful that didn't happen because that would have been so that, that would have been done, you know. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So that's actually my theory is I think the third personality, Jake, is what Mark was calling his partner. And he possibly oh. he possibly oh. could have killed Layla's father. What do we think of that? So you think that Jake Langley or Lockley. 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 Why do I keep saying Langley? Uh, Jake Lockley is the influenced that third personality you think that's why okay i think so layla is the first person or layla is steven jake is the other guy so. i think it could go as big as jake essentially being a big bad in the whole show is because whenever we've seen an appearance of jake possibly he's been very violent mm-hmm. and we don't know what's going on and mm-hmm. We see hints at Jake throughout, especially these last two episodes, and both times Mark and Steven have completely ignored the option that there's a third personality. You have that scene on the rooftop as they're hunting Ahmed's mm-hmm. people, and they switch, and they're in the taxi. They're just like, that was weird. Was that you? No, it wasn't me. Then nothing else is addressed. Yeah, they don't. And then we'll jump. That. We'll dive into the end a little more, but you see the uh, sarcophagus shaking. They don't go to open it. They walk right past it. So I think that maybe there's something about this third personality that we we don't want to unleash. Yeah, really hoping that uh, as I theorized last ep- or, yeah last episode, I was like, all right, so they're gonna have an episode with uh, with Stephen again, and they're gonna have two more episodes where it's focusing on that third personality. I think that these last two episodes, we're really gonna dive into. We're gonna dive into something. We yeah. the show has to yeah. wrap up in in two hours. Mm-hmm. You think I can do that? Maybe so, two and a half. Maybe that last episode will be an hour and a half, and we'll get. We get blessed by the Disney gods. <laughs> hour and a half's a full movie. That's yeah. a an hour is almost a movie. <laughs> an hour is a pretty yeah. 
And th- this episode today was also an hour, like four episodes now, all over 50 minutes. Yeah. it's It's been really consistent in runtime and just high quality for every episode. There has not been a, a slog here yet. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, in this episode, um, we I really want to avoid going to the end of the episode because there's so much to dive into the, yeah. with the first part. And I don't want it to be overshadowed by, by the awesomeness that is the end of the episode. So, uh, the beginning of the episode... Uh, let's go back into into Abdullah, the the dad. So we find out that he was uh, um, an archaeologist, right? Yep. And he was obsessed with his craft. He was, you know, he he was just as awesome of an explorer as Layla is in this show. So as Nick Cage and National Treasure. As Nick Cage and National Treasure. That's right. So <laughs> yeah, we we get to hear about that. We we see that Layla is honoring him by drawing a little symbol. Did you see what that symbol was? Was it anything? It was like. It looked like I and then a, like a backwards E. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it had any significance with anything. Maybe like a th- I, one three. I don't know. I don't know. Well. Yeah, she, I think she draws an avatar. That's what I wrote down. Oh, okay. So, and I said maybe questionable. So mm. I don't know. I don't know what Layla's up to there. But yeah, Layla, they they gave her a lot to do in this episode and mm-hmm. uh, a lot of cool stuff to do. I mean, yeah. Some of the stuff I thought was a little hokey when she uh, threw the flare on the. The back of the truck. She just kept having flares. Yeah, and uh, the 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 bullets exploded, and she was fine, just twenty feet away. Yeah, we're never told why that truck was outside, uh, out of nowhere, and then why they weren't following them into, because there should have been another truck. If there was one truck, there should like, have been another. I one. assumed it was probably sent by Arthur. Yeah, but but if I it was right outside, I don't know where they were. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this this show has been like. I've been really surprised at how much they've taken from the Jeff Lemire run. Like, they've taken so much from it. And actually, a big aspect of that is you'll have a Moon Knight scene happening. And then there'll be a cut, and it'll pan out, and there'll be a crew of cameras around. And oh, in, be, the, in the comics? Yeah, in the comics. Oh. And it'll be revealed that Mark Spector, who is a... Um, not Mark Spector. Stephen Grant, who is a uh, an actor or in this specific comic run he's running the film on moon night so i'm thinking not only do we get that big reveal at the end but could there also be another reveal that this is all a movie and some of the hokey stuff we've seen has been hokey on purpose Mm. like the guy licking the knife last week and tossing it in the air or the bullets in this episode and also if you look in last week on the rooftop scene there's a little bit of green screen unedited in the corner Really? So I don't know if that's just a failing on Disney Plus's part or if that's on purpose to hint at this fact that this not only could all be in his head, not only could all be a dream, but could all be a movie. It's like they're throwing so much at us and I don't know what to grab onto. Well, we see that... I don't want to dive into the end of the episode because I don't want to draw away from the... All right, so we see at the end of the episode. All right. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, it switches to a four by three aspect ratio, and we find out that we're watching a VHS tape of um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Tomb Breaker. Tomb Breaker. Yeah. Stephen Grant. Stephen Grant yes. starring in Tomb Breaker. Which I I don't. Who else was confused? I was very. Confused. I was like, what? I was confused a little bit, and I was like, oh, you know, I, <laughs> I knew I was still I on the show. What we're doing here, but yeah. I'm just okay. Yeah, we okay. zoom. Out. I was like, okay, this explorer, if it's not Stephen Grant, if his name is not Stephen Grant, because he had the he had the accent, he had the classic accent, he had the yeah. um, 
the just the way you know he kind of moved around and it, I was like, all right, this better be Stephen Grant or it's just lame. I thought maybe like the the younger boy was like a young um, Mark Spector oh, or something so? like that at first. Oh, and then I realized <laughs> that it was just an old movie. Yeah. 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 So I mean, now that we're here, let's let's talk about that. <laughs> all right. We have, to, we have. All to. right. <laughs> we can't just keep dodging. Oh, but, just... but there was so much with Arthur in then this let's, episode. Let's all right. Talk about so Arthur let's before. talk about uh, Arthur and Layla real quick, because um, so we're in that room where it's Arthur on one side of the room, and he's sitting all you know maniacally sitting across, uh, over the over the edge of that cliff, and he's looking over at at Layla, and he's telling her what happened at that day and telling her that uh, Mark killed Layla's dad. And, uh, you know, Layla's like, oh, no, I, I don't, I don't, uh, you know, she's just getting angry, right? Mm -hmm. She's like, I can't believe it. I can't believe this is happening. Stuff like that, right? So I, I really like that scene. Um, I liked how we saw that Layla proved herself by fighting that uh, zombie thing, dude, mummy. Yeah, a, a few of the the stuff I thought was a little tropey in the. In the oh yeah, yeah. Wait, when wait. she was walking on the platform, then she steps off and it falls. Mm -hmm. You know, and then she fights this yeah, a zombie whatever was mummy a sorcerer of Hika. Oh, Hika. sorcerer of Hika, god of magic, god yeah. of magic. So when, he, you know, the classic trope they do it in almost everything. Person falls off the cliff. It's revealed. No, they're hanging on. Yeah, also, was... also another thing. Could it all be a film? Could it all be a movie? Yeah, that's further evidence towards it. They <laughs> Who also, knows? Uh, Arthur also says, "Among Us" in that. <laughs> so, Among Us counter for this show. We are up to I think, two, 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 yeah, two, two. Among Us. You just rewatched it. How many? How I many was not us? paying attention. To uh, I definitely know this is definitely the second one. So yeah. All right. Among Us number two. I've counted a third one. <laughs> the gods walk among us. Among us. <laughs> oh dang it! I wrote that line down, but. I didn't even focus on the Among Us part. It just shows how, how different-minded we are. Uh, I liked how... All right, I thought it was weird. Yeah, I didn't like how um, Layla got pulled into the darkness by the zombie dude. The What was it called? The Sorcerer of Hika. The Sorcerer of Hika. Pulled into the darkness by the Sorcerer of Hika, and then struggles for a little bit, runs out, and then is pulled right back in, and then runs out, falls on the ground. I thought that was kind of cheesy. Like, uh, <laughs> a, like a cheesy action film. Yeah, like a cheesy action. That's further oh. evidence, man. Uh, <laughs> I really liked how Steven was so enthusiastic about everything in this episode. Oh, he, Everything that he found out. Yes. It was like, oh, is this genuine? Is this genuine uh, ancient Egyptian paints? <laughs> and, yeah, we, we could talk about it. We, we were going to skip over the Alexander the Great. Yeah, he yeah. found it. He found his, found his sarcophagus, you know. And I love when Marvel ties in, or any movie really ties in with real, uh, um, yeah, real history mm -hmm. because just like National Treasure. Now, anytime I think of Alexander, <laughs> the, yeah, just like that. <laughs> now, anytime I think of uh, Alexander the Great, I'm gonna think, yeah, he was only so great because you know he was Amit's avatar. Yeah, that's that's why <laughs> Stephen found his found his sarcophagus. <laughs> did he? Did any guys think that that lid? was going to fall over when he pushed it and he was gonna go, oh sorry I I totally thought that when he was pushing the lid like oh should I should I open up the lid should I I was expecting a mummy to pop 
pop. Oh, really? <laughs> I thought that it was. I thought he was gonna push it. And then he was gonna go. Poof, I was and he was gonna apologize yeah. to Alexander. So, Mr. the Great. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Great. Yeah, I thought the. <laughs> yeah, when he snapped his jaw, oh, like, I, I thought he was a, gonna snap. I know down. it's a skeleton, but when he was sticking his hand in there, I'm like, wow, oh, that that just strangely disturbed me. Yeah, do you guys think that he was gonna chop down on his arm when it was? Thought some some magical thing was gonna happen. I did not. You didn't? Oh, man, I totally thought he was going to get his arm bitten. Yeah, but Steven does all the work for Arthur by finding the, the, um, what do we call the little statues? The. The little statue of Amit. He does, he finds it for him. The Ushapti. Ushapti. Oh, my. I'm so glad you did all this research, Parker, because we'd just be saying the most vague thing. And then, (laughs) then next we get what. Was I thought at the time was the most surprising thing in the episode. Arthur shoots Stephen. Yeah. Yeah. Twice. Well, first, um, Mark takes the body over, un- probably unwilling to Stephen. I don't think Stephen just gave in right then and there. I think, I think he might Mark have. found a way to I think push Steven through. Maybe it's whoever's the most. Mark needed to talk to Layla. Because yeah. there's been scenes before where uh, Stephen's given up the body for Mark, so I don't know if it, yeah. this was one of the cases. Mm-hmm. And then. Um, yeah, so then they're surrounded. Um, oh, Mark tells Layla what happened that day and that he was there and th- that whole story. And then Arthur shows up with his squad, his whole gang. Mm-hmm. Um, Who They don't even come through the doorway. They come through somewhere else, the sides of the room. Did you guys notice well, that? I think they kind of like file in and like file spread in, out. Yeah. Real quiet-like. I don't know. Yeah, I one thing about that scene, I noticed it was weird that mark uh you know he kills two of the dudes right but nobody shoots anything nobody shoots the only person who shoots is arthur so i wonder if their guns were even loaded huh you know huh. we haven't seen any other have we seen any yeah, other in the first episode first the episode there were guns are shooting at him okay which uh i did some research and found out that many people are theorizing that was uh dr doom's castle oh really in, uh Lutveria. Which episode? Last first week? episode. Oh yeah. Um, when he wakes up in the hills. Like in the well, I thought it was the Alps. There, I know several signs had German words on. Yeah, them. and he has his just dislocated jaw. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Tying into Apparently, Doom. I, I didn't like going and look uh, at some of the Doctor Doom comics, but apparently that castle looks almost exactly like mm. Doctor Doom's castle. Wow. All right. Well, that'd be a really cool. Oh, we see some Doctor Doom. Also, another villain I really wanted to get a little hint at in this episode is Kang, because mm-hmm. uh, there's a variant of Kang that um, was an uh, Egyptian pharaoh or god. I'm not sure. I'm not completely well versed on it. <laughs> but Kang the Tut, or it's, that's not his name. But I just wanted a hint at that in some way. But we didn't get it. Not that I've seen. Maybe maybe we did. Yeah. But. Uh, yeah, we ready to. All right, let's open up the gates. End of the episode. All right, so it opens with the. Well, like we talked the about get earlier. Get Out sequence. The Get Out sequence. Yeah. Have you seen Get Out? I've not seen Get Out. No, so there's a sequence in the... Basically, it's mirrored in this. It's the, just the shot of him floating in the black. Oh, okay. He's kind of ascending somewhere. You in think he's ascending? Rise of the Guardians, Jack Frost falls into <laughs> the pond. It's the Rise of the Guardians <laughs> shot, actually. That came Guardians out first. of the Galaxy. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> So what is that? Does that mean he's going back to reality? Does that shot mean that, or do you think it's 
him or, going into this like, Ahmet There trickery. are so many theories. Because we don't know. I, Do I'd you want like, to explain this I'd like to first? think, like my theory is it's all a film, but I'd like to think that what we just spent the last four episodes with is real. Because mm. I think that would be an unsatisfying ending. But who knows where they're going to go. I'd hope everything we've seen is real. And that mm -hmm. scene, he actually dies. And his soul ascends into an afterlife of sorts. Yeah, that's why I assumed it was some sort of afterlife. Mm. Yeah, I liked how you were able to see everything about the show pretty much in that little scene. Like You see a little conchu drawing because there was a bird and the skull was exposed. He's got yeah. a little Moon Knight action figure. He's got a little Moon Knight action figure. Which I want so bad. Oh, that was awesome. <laughs> um, his his leg is tied up. Get goldfish. Yep. You Gold. get Donna is there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you get all the characters. We've Layla's met there the as Crawley, a... the golden statue man. Yep. You have him doing the bingo. Yep, yep. Very cool. I hope he's more important in these next few episodes. You get uh, a cupcake cart by an orderly. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. it's like enough stuff to where you're like, did Stephen just see all this? And then finally, his therapist is the one we. Uh, it, it makes sense for, for Mark to hate his therapist, Arthur, who is denying all of his delusions, you know? that would yeah. It would make sense. I think that uh, it, it set up this episode so that it would totally make sense if this were the reality that Mark were actually living in. I was questioning it for... Yeah. I'm still wondering. I don't know. I... Because if he dies in his fake world, then of course he's going to... Like, why would... I mean, just like the sort of supernatural stuff and mm. then there i was like okay so but we have supernatural stuff in our real world yeah. too so also but he's I mean, got did no... so he yeah. does you know so he is delusional yeah the not to spoil too much from the jeff lemire run but it does open up in this insane asylum mm. and you get all these major characters some have different names and are doing different things but essentially is his therapist is amit but she's changed her face. Oh, so okay. it's kind of cool that the avatar here, Arthur, the avatar of Amit, is his therapist. He's not the avatar yet. Uh, he's still uh, kind of acting stuff. as yeah. sort of. Yeah. That's what he wants to be. So yeah. he's pretty much the avatar. That's how I've been viewing him for most of the show. Yeah, I really like how um, Arthur does, you know, as a therapist, he's uh, justifying all of the all the feelings that Mark is saying. He's like, oh, I've been there. You know, I've had these, these, I've gone through these same things. And we saw that in his, um, in the Me, he, real time, in the real time. Yeah. What we're assuming is the real world. Uh -huh. The, mm -hmm. the Egyptian. It's like, yeah, Kanshu took me too. Yeah. Yeah. And in a way that they can connect with that. They are, they should be able to relate to each other a lot more. Mm -hmm. So I think that creates a nice foil character for, for Mark. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's just therapist. <laughs> Something I really also like to use to support that is the afterlife. Is he he does interact with Steven. Mark and Steven interact yeah. physically. They, mm -hmm. hug each they, other. they hug each other. Oh, that was I love yeah. seeing that. You know who they used as a as a stand-in for that? Probably the guy who played Finn in Star they, Wars. <laughs> <laughs> it just reminded me of that scene. With they, they, Paul Dameron. They used uh, Oscar Isaac's brother. Oh, really? Yeah, his brother, uh, Michael Benjamin Hernandez. Oscar Meyer. Oscar Meyer, yeah. <laughs> so anytime there you see two, um, two Mark or Steven or whatever, it's his brother, Michael Benjamin Hernandez, is a stand-up. So. Yeah, and my favorite screenshot of the episode is 
is those two at the end when they see the the hippo character. Which yeah, is, what's the hippo character, Parker? Do you know? Hippo is. Wait, wait, wait! I wrote it down too. So, uh, yeah, I came prepared too, Parker. Oh, Just wow. a uh, Taurit. I say that yeah, right? I yeah. think so. And yeah. what? She's the protective god of childbirth and fertility. She's also a common household deity. Mm-hmm. So, what does that mean for? Is that Stephen or Mark's mom? Is that Mark's mom? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Is that our? Uh, is that where we're going with this? <laughs> Do we think Mark and Steven reacted like they'd seen this thing before? No, I don't no. think so. No, they seem completely surprised and freaked My out. Even guess is she might guide them through this afterlife. Mm. Maybe they'll get her help in maybe finding Kanchu, and maybe Kanchu will bring him back to life. Not sure. So, so she'll she'll play the mother role first, maybe. Mark. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Okay. Also aren't there that, aren't there gods for that though to take them around the afterlife? I thought that there was one. Yeah. Kind of like um, a. Mm. I don't know, but she's. Well, they put her in there, so maybe she will. I don't know. This is definitely uh, introducing another CGI character. Full CGI character is um, probably where that budget went towards. That so hippo head. I looked at that. That that looks like really yeah. good. It looked really good. Yeah, really good hippo head. Yeah, they're doing an excellent job. Like I said earlier, they're they're budgeting well. <laughs> yeah, I've where it, it counts. Every little place they can, just pinch yeah. it in there. Also notice that in the first episode, when he's inventorying stuff, he when Donna says like, "Oh, hand me those hippos over there." Oh, he's like, oh, oh I, that's actually a, a towerette, the hippo goddess. Oh, does Steven so. says that? Yeah. Okay, so he he know he definitely knows who that is. Yeah. I wonder if in this um, in this world of the hospital, whatever it is, if that's the real world, if that if we're taking that as the real world and the Egypt Egypt where Mark was as the fake world where he got shot and whatever, if, if that was his delusion and this is the real world, then I wonder if that's where um, what was the hippo name again Tower-it. yeah tower it i wonder if that's where ta- uh, tower it came from to appear in there like tower it is just one of the staff at this place <laughs> mm. you know yeah that could be cool if it's there are gods among us in uh <laughs> in that uh wow wow good good yeah, throw right you there. know you know so I, I think that'd be cool if they were able to incorporate all of these different egyptian gods into a regular society mm. that could be cool that could be yeah. a way that but there's only two episodes left I don't Th- think that's what i'm saying there's two episodes left yeah. I, they won't be able to delve into that very much so um anything else you guys want to talk about before we dive into what we expect from these last two? yeah so i i just liked the aspect of the two personalities we see and then of course the sarcophagus with the third one in it the one we haven't met yeah. i like that the three split because in episode one you have arthur weighing steven and he says, there's chaos in you. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking now that they're split, they can all, if this is where it's going, they can all be weighed separately. And then the chaos is separated and they can all be judged. I think now they're split into uh, imaginary. Like you said, how uh, Stephen was Mark's imaginary friend. Mm-hmm. I think that now Stephen and probably Jake are imaginary and they're just kind of like an angel and demon on his shoulder. Mm. So now they're just going to be a conscience for him. 
Yeah. They're yeah. going to replace the Khonshu in his life. Because <laughs> I, I'd, if we have Moon Knight going further in the MCU, we don't ultimately know where this goes, but I, I'm sure we're going to get him again somewhere. The Disney Plus does have this listed as a limited series, which yeah. means it's not getting a season yeah. two. So I don't think Oscar Isaac is contracted for anymore. No, he's us. not yeah. signed up for anything else. Do you think this is going to be a standalone thing? Like, will not I affect not. anything I, around it? I would I'd love really to see, see him again. Yeah. But the Jeff, so the Jeff Lemire run, not to reference it one more time, is it ends just in this crazy, bizarre way. I'm not going to spoil it, but you're questioning, you, the questions we have now are the questions you have at the end of that. Mm. So nothing, it's never, it never tells you what is actually happening. You just have your theories. So, I don't know. I think they're going to do that then. I think that by episode six, by the end of episode six, we're going to not have any answers. It's just going to be all theories, and it will not affect the greater MCU. I'm calling it right now. There will not be any influence on the greater MCU. It's going to be just like a classic comic book one-off thing that's amazing, but just isn't. It's like, yeah, that was awesome. I'm so happy we got that, but we'll never touch on that again. And yeah. If and it would be unfortunate that we don't And if this only it. serves as an avenue to introduce the gods for Thor, Love, and Thunder, mm-hmm. then, I mean... But if none of this is real, then mm-hmm. they didn't actually introduce the gods. Yeah. Yeah. And it depends on which reality is real, because we have Hippo Lady... I'm going to keep forgetting that. Tower-it. tower it. <laughs> <laughs> We have Hippo Lady and our uh, hospital, Just but we have all of the other gods confirmed in the other reality... So which one is introducing which one? Is he could he be traveling multiverses? Is you know it, there are tons of different ways that <laughs> All right. Uh, my name is Micah. I don't think this will connect to the larger MCU. But but hold but on. if it does the then, multiverse. If it does then yeah. So I don't know. I don't think that cuz we haven't had any hints whatsoever that this is really in any connection to greater MCU. We got slight hints, but nothing really hammering you on the head. Yeah, the only thing that we know about it, really, is that it takes place during the same time as Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. So it's like... Or uh, Falcon no. and the Winter Soldier, not okay. Winter Soldier the movie. I was going to say, his passport said 2020. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so, it's really slipping up here. No, it's... <laughs> yeah, let's, so, I like Marvel, I swear. Yeah, we don't know what this holds in the greater MCU, but what does it hold for the next two episodes of Moon Knight? What do we think is going to happen? We have two hours left to conclude this story. What, what do we think they're going to try to tackle? My guess is Mark and Steven and probably also Jake will try to find Kanchu in this afterlife and they'll somehow come back because i i really want him to come back for more in the episode. i would love to see him pair up with the avengers or with spider-man or with daredevil mm-hmm. there's so much potential with that i think uh that you guys are going to hate me but I think we're going to discover more about Jake we're definitely going to talk about Jake yeah Uh, because it is a limited series if there if this is the end of Moon Knight by episode six then I think that that's they have to talk about Jake they have to show Jake and his coolness and everything like that so we're gonna we're gonna learn about Jake um we're gonna find out a little bit more about this reality that he's or this area that he's gone to that we know almost nothing about um and he he might look for Kanchu. i can see that they look for Kanchu in this place mm-hmm. um yeah but 
Other than that, I think that he's going to try to escape the building. And by escaping the building, maybe he'll mm-hmm. go back into the other reality. Yeah. So in the, in the comics, this reality is the overvoid. It's also mm-hmm. where the, the Lord to meet. So, yeah, maybe he's off Earth. His soul ascended. Who knows? But I do think before the end of the series, we are going to get a resolution on Jake, the third personality. And mm. who knows if they'll even call him Jake. It'd be weird if they didn't. Well, in the first two episodes, the security guard calls him Scotty. Mm. So oh, yeah, could that's be. A that good, might be the first That's a good catch, yeah. And someone someone asked that lady out on a date in episode yeah. one. So that could be Scotty. It could be Jake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think... I th- So I think... They'll do something with Jake, the third personality, and I think Kanchu is going to come back in some way. Because we got to see Moon Knight suit up more. Yeah, yeah. He's got to suit up. He can't we gotta suit up. we got to see Jake's suit, too. Uh-huh. Yeah. Is uh, there a third suit in the comics? There's not, so. Okay, so then maybe there'll be a third suit. Maybe. That'd be cool. Yeah, Would that'd be, be really cool. sick. Yeah, so uh, I got I put up a story on Instagram just seeing what people's feedback was. Nothing crazy, but I'll, I'll read a few of them. <laughs> all right. No, but all says... Hippo with a uh, uh, emoji with a zipper over the mouth. Very, uh, very nice. What do you think that means? I, he's speechless, maybe. Speechless, Maybe wow. speechless. Speechless of the beauty of the hippo. <laughs> then uh, Andrew Solo said, episode four was the best episode by far. Really hoping the next two build on it. What do you guys think? Was it the best episode so far? I don't think so. I think I might like three better. Mm-hmm. But... It was I, pretty good, though. I, I think that there wasn't much that happened as in quantity of events, but... But the twist is is pretty dang good. Yeah. and Because yeah. we don't have many fight scenes at all. I think the we fact that we're questioning this is just a testament to how good the show has been. Because yeah. I think there's an argument for any of the yeah. four episodes being the best episode. Mm-hmm. Just with the elements that each episode has. Like, we've had the first two episodes focusing on Stephen in the museum slash London area. Then you had these two in Egypt focusing on more Mark mm-hmm. than Steven. And then who knows, we'll get Jake in the overvoid on this one. Yeah. I like how every episode is that different from each other and they're um, focusing on these different things. So yeah. it's, it's, it's a nice change of pace. This episode was a nice change of pace before we get into the, what, what is that pattern with the, um, with these Disney plus shows? Isn't it the fourth episode as the major twist? So Loki uh, ended the fourth episode. Um, so end of the third episode was when he got pruned, right? No, so episode four he gets pruned. They go into the uh, the timekeepers. I think that's what they call it, the mm-hmm. council. Mm-hmm. And then Moby, Mor- no Mobius, Morbius, not Morbius, not Morbius. <laughs> Mobius is pruned, and then Loki's pruned, and then we get that end credit scene that reveal Gator yeah. Loki, Kid Loki, mm-hmm. classic Loki, and. Uh, I forget the the other Loki. I forget his name. Like yeah. Yeah. Confident so, Loki. Yeah. I thought it was like boastful or something. Boastful. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. Bashful. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and, so we've seen uh, it's been pretty consistent with the fourth episode and or what is it like before two episodes is like left? Uh, two what it leaves show. you it leaves you wondering, ooh, what's next? What's next? What's really been consistent though are disappointing finales. Mm. In the Disney Plus shows. And, I mean, I'm not... I don't completely agree that they're all disappointing. I really like the Loki finale, and I think mm. the WandaVision finale is underrated. But a lot of them have been lackluster, and I'm really 
curious to see what they're going to do in episode six to really give us that that send off. If it is the last time Oscar Isaac picks up the mantle, hmm. picks up the cowl, picks up the cowl. All right, and then Pogo Donuts. That's Parker right here. Yep. He says, "Amazing." You got anything to elaborate on that? Yeah. What's your favorite moment of the episode? Um, favorite moment of this episode. I don't know. I really like there the gaslighting. So <laughs> what? What's real? Uh, uh. <laughs> I thought that was awesome. I well, we'll had to literally say, what? <laughs> we'll go to your comment. What's even real anymore? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, that is an awesome element. But uh, last comment from, uh, I'll read it backwards because she always requests that. Moss, not G. Nick Lip. Backwards, that is Sam Pilkington. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> This episode was amazing and made me care about the show. Mm. Mm. So I guess she made it this far and didn't really, wasn't fully invested. Yeah, I've seen a lot of reviews where people are giving it one star and they hadn't even seen episode four yet. They're like, yeah, this show just isn't for me. I mean, yeah, we had a few comments last week talking about how people just weren't weren't feeling it. Mm. I haven't seen anything major stand out that was bad about the show so far. I think it's really good i think the pacing's been good the characters yeah. are good the development is good these last two episodes the, are vital for it though yeah because uh-huh. if we if we keep this pace where it's just another episode four two more times i don't think it's yeah i think it does put it back in just a falcon and the winter soldier type oh i know i know we hate to say it we hate to say it but that show does exist <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, any closing thoughts? Anything that stood out in this episode you wanna you wanna mention before we get out of here? Nothing that hasn't already been brought up. Yeah, we got the Love and Thunder trailer this week. Yeah, I think we it'll, did. Uh, tie into that a little bit if it does continue. I don't think it's gonna continue in any greater MCU, but um, so we've got Egyptian gods, we've got um, the Norse gods, and now we've got the Greek gods. So what do you what do you guys think about that? How now we have We're all really these Greek go- gods. We got Zeus in. Did you see the trailer? For oh, he uh, wasn't. Yeah, he oh. was. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, the, the that's Russell Crowe. Oh. Yeah, Russell Crowe. And then uh, it's predicted. To be, be fair, you can't really tell that. Yeah, you from can't the tell trailer it. unless you dive deeper into yeah. it. Yeah, and then uh, it's predicted that Hercules is going to be in the movie, and uh, then there's what's his name, the God Killer, uh, Gore, Gore the God Butcher. Gore the God Butcher. So, uh, how do you think this is going to tie in? Hopefully. Fully, I don't now know. Now that we will. have the trailer, I don't know if it will. At this point, it might not tie into Thor specifically. Yeah, I don't think it's going to tie into Thor specifically. But mm-hmm. um, do you think that Gore might show up in episode six? Maybe, Maybe an end credit scene. Maybe end I that would be surprised. That'd be really but cool. I'm not expecting it. I'm not expecting mm-hmm. it either. Mm-hmm. I don't know what this end credit. This end credit. We'll get an ending in the show. We'll be like. All right, maybe that makes sense. And then we'll get a post-credit scene that just flips everything and yeah. we're even more confused than we were. Yeah. That's, so, what I, that's what I think. Overall, pretty good episode. Um, nothing um, super, super action-packed. It wasn't action-packed. It was more adventure-based. Oh, yeah. Um, which is fine. It, <laughs> uh, it It's fine. Uh, we always need those kind of like slower episodes to build the lore more. So it's... And give us time with the characters. Yep, time with the characters to make us... I really love the, the relationship with Layla and Steven. Amazing. Um, Arthur's just intimidatingness is awesome. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's all I got to say about the episode. Can't wait for episode five and six. Yeah. 
Any uh, any closing thoughts? What what are you watching? What are you playing? Oh right man, I'm playing Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga. Let me talk <laughs> oh, yeah. about that. Uh, just want to let you know, best way to play is uh, you get your Kyber bricks as you go. You do not zip onto the episode nine like uh, certain someone did. Because now I we got a man waiting for his getting all his bricks, and we got a man who's you finished a game, right? Yeah, I did. All right, so yeah, but guess who's uh, further in percentage wise? I'm at thirty five percent. What do you have? 30? Like thirty four. Oh, okay. I'm okay. on episode seven. <laughs> work. Uh, what is it? Work hard. Work fast. Right. Well, I almost saying? have five hundred Cairo bricks. Not gonna. I, not gonna brag. The Cairo bricks <laughs> weren't my goal. <laughs> yeah. Like was, he wanted to play the story, I Micah. To play the game. Well, I already know the story. <laughs> I'm not. You know, Maybe they I'm taking my time. I know that I, I know that I want to do the 100. percent I'm really excited to see what the 100 percent prize is because they say that there's a cool uh, post game. I haven't looked it up yet. Has it? Has anyone leaked that online yet? Oh, I'm sure someone has, but I haven't yet. <laughs> I haven't. I haven't looked into it. It's not. I'm not super huge in the Lego um, Star Wars video game community online, so I just whatever. <laughs> just Lego Star Wars. Yeah, game's you know, great. If you guys sets, haven't played it yet. You know. um, mm -hmm. Runs great on PS5. How does it run on Switch, Parker? I the I've had one problem with it, and that was when I got the Droidica. It at I was in Coruscant and I was shooting up too many things. I guess it was just too many studs on the ground that the game crashed. Oh, I've had the game crash for me once. No, no, twice, and both times it was when you flip any switches or something like that, and it pans the camera to the. Kyber brick or it unlocks or uh, or oh well, I've been going for more Kyber bricks too so well, I've still done <laughs> but yeah uh, it crashed for me on the first episode of episode or first level of episode five um, where you flip some switches and then it goes it pans to the top of one of those towers uh, mm. on Hoth and it froze there <laughs> like the camera wouldn't move back down I can still control my guy mm. uh, or at least hear him but yeah yeah well I've completed six of the the movies uh 10 years ago oh okay on, uh, the complete saga yeah, yeah, i'm right, not a video right. game man anymore so <laughs> so i was leave that to you too but you know what you are now you're a movie guy you're a marvel dc whatever dude <laughs> comics guy not so much dc not so much dc we're a post-show guy okay post-show guy talking about moon knight episode four the tomb thanks for sticking with us don't ah. forget, we got Daredevil this week. We got Daredevil 2003 yes. starring Ben Affleck and Jennifer Gardner coming out. The first of three comic book roles Ben Affleck has had. Mm, three. Mm. Name them. X-Men Apocalypse. Oh, I didn't know that one. Yeah, he was the Egyptian god. Oh! Whoa! Whoa. I don't know which one. Multiverse but... confirmed. <laughs> yeah, <Whoa>. so... <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Ooh! We're going to have to talk about that once once we get to X-Men Apocalypse in three years. <laughs> Oh yeah, let's wrap this episode. Yeah, up. so that episode's coming Monday. Uh, ben will be joining us. We'll be discussing, or Ben will be leaning in actually, you know, because because he's the man. We'll be discussing Daredevil, and uh, yeah, I'm Ethan. I'm Micah. I'm Parker. Yeah, thanks for joining us for this week, and uh, we'll see you in another life.